A teacher told his class that he would like to give them a lesson about the priorities in life. So he took out a big glass jar and he put it on the table. Then he took out a bag full of medium to medium sized rocks. He put the rocks inside the jar until they had filled it up to the top. Then the teacher asked, is the jar full? Everyone in the class said, yes. Really? Hmm exclaimed the teacher. And then he took out another bag full of gravel. He dumped the gravel into the jar until all empty spaces had been filled. Then he asked again, is this jar filled or full? Some of the children nodded with their head, yes. Then the teacher pulled out a bag full of sand and he dumped the sand into the jar. Once more, he asked, is the jar full now? This time a pupil mumbled, probably not. Good, the teacher, the teacher said. He then took a pitcher of water and dumped the water into the jar until it was full. He asked again, is the jar full now? Yes, shouted all the children. If I had started filling the jar with water, with water, then with sand, then with gravel, would I ever been able to get the rocks in? The children re replied, no, exactly, claimed the teacher. If you put the sand or the gravel into the jar first, then there's no room for the rocks, the teacher said, and, and, and he continued. See, the thing about it is, in life, you never forget this. If you spend your energy and your time trying to manage the small stuff, there will be no room for the things that matter. Your life goals, the values that are important to you. What about your goals? Play with your children. Make your partner happy. Enjoy stress-free life. Work on these goals first. There will always be time to go to work or clean the house, but you have to take care of your main goals first, the rocks. Set your priorities. The rest is in the sand. This was brought to you by Barry Powell, 99 Inspiring Stories for Presentation. Inspire your audience and get a message through. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, Welcome to the family, to my existing family. You already know much love, respect is due to you. Thank you for tuning in, downloading any of these episodes. I'm so truly appreciative of that. On this podcast show, we talk about entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and personal development. I am your humble host, E.D., for all you smart and intelligent folks, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell the three impact secret value points you will get out of today's show is stop searching for your purpose and start executing. Stop pretending and start living. Engage your inner child again. Stop searching for purpose and start executing. Stop pretending and start living and engage your inner child. Today's topic is entitled. Who am I and what is my purpose? Who am I and what is my purpose? As normally or as usually family, what we like to do is we all we love unpacking stories that are not my personal own. And what I loved about this particular story that really resonated with me was the patience of the teacher, first of all, and of engaging the students, because at any point you're always thinking like, OK, what can I come up with 
probably as a teacher, as a facilitator to communicate a message to your audience so they have a remembrance because the story always resonates extremely well with your audience due to the fact because they can go back and replay that story versus, you know, stats and and all of those things. And the teacher was what, what the teacher was doing here was driving home the point of priorities. And now you ask, well, how does that come into play with what our, t- our today's topic is about really if it, it all really boils down to purpose? Because there has to be more to life than the job you're on or the task you're working on. You see, I remember when (laughs) this is a funny I know I was supposed to unpack this, but it just got me thinking. I remember. So I had got uh, laid off or fired, whatever you want, however you want to say it. Basically, I was no, no longer employed this company. And so. As as usual, you know, you I start sending my resume out and getting getting interviews, and so I, I went on this interview. Now, let me park here real quick and tell you what happened. For anyone that is that um, enjoys playing sports or enjoys working out and things of that nature, I think a lesson that I learned here in this particular day is don't go play basketball all day and then go to a job interview the next day. Let me tell you why you don't want to do that. So I go out, play. I'm playing ball all day uh, with some of the guys. When I say all day, for me, all day is, you know, four or five hours. I think it was actually, you know, we played, probably played about six. I was basically at the gym all day because, again, I wasn't working and I didn't want to sit in the house and feel sorry for myself, feel a victim and uh, not do the things that I enjoy. I love playing basketball. I love bowling. I mean, it's, these are sports that I, I mean, I literally have passions about. I follow. I, I just really have a good time. So I go out and uh, I play ball and I end up twisting my ankle. And it was a pretty bad twist. Like my, my ankle, I thought it was broken because of how swollen it had become. And so I get the call actually that probably when I'm after I leave the gym, I get a I had a voicemail and it was like, hey, we would like to bring you in for an interview and talk about some opportunities. I was like, awesome. Call them back and say, you know, what time did you need me there? And they were like, well, we start at uh, 7 a.m. I was like, "Okay, something that doesn't sound right. I was like, but okay, cool. So I, you know, I'll, I'll be there. So went to bed early. Uh, probably got up about, about five, left out the house about six. I was actually there by 6.30. And uh, as I'm walking up to the, into the building, and I go into the area where everyone, uh, it seemed like there were some other candidates there as well. So I'm like, okay, this must be a group interview or I don't, and I really don't like group interviews. I, I'll talk to you guys about that on a later show again if if not just remind me you know how to remind me text me 251 uh 325-5576 again 251-325-5576 i'm sorry i just wanted to make sure you guys know but anyway so i'm there it's a group of us and in the conference room you hear a lot of you know rah rah and this person is being acknowledged and then they're doing some really quick training i'm like okay 
what did I just sign up for? So um, someone comes out and it was like they called my name. It was like, hey, um, Ed, would you uh, we're going to go to the field? And I'm like, going to the field? What are we going to the field for? So. I thought I was here for a sales job. Uh, I didn't know we were starting today. I thought it was just more or less of an interviewing process to see if I would be a good fit and see if they are a good fit. And that's another thing, family, I want you to keep in mind is when you go to these job, when you go on job interviews, just don't think if it's a good fit for them. You also have to make sure that they're a good fit for you. And I think a lot of times we miss that. But anyway, I'll digress and, and stay on topic here. So I go and he and I are, are starting to walk and I'm like, where are we walking to? I said, wait, first of all, my ankle is messed up and I don't have, I, I won't be able to walk uh, everywhere that I would normally be able to. I, I was playing ball. I wasn't expecting a situation. I'm not making any excuses, but I don't have any crutches and I barely made it up these stairs. So if you're talking about walking all day, I said, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I'm not going to make any excuses. So I started and we, so the product that they were selling were, they were like coupon books and we would go to business to business. And, and, and the goal was to get somebody to, uh, basically sign on to the coupon book. So let's say I go to uh, Red Lobster or a Papa Do's. Let's say Red Lobster because I think everybody knows what a Red Lobster. So Red Lobster. And I would say, hey, I have a coupon book here. I would love it if you guys would, you know, like to maybe put some. It's basically it's basically you're really literally selling ad space. So if the company is smart, they'll say, well, yeah, we'll, we'll put our, our, um, we'll give a coupon in there and it'll be like $10 off. And then of course they can upsell you. But the whole, um, objective of the coupon book was number one, it, it brings attention to your business. And then number two, what it does is, is that it gives you an opportunity to upsell your customer once they get in the door. And plus, also, and, and, and the final one, is I think kind of aligns with number one is a sense of that you understand um, you, you get an opportunity to, to meet a new customer that may not have known of you, but just because they had this book and they had to uh, use this book because the coupons only normally they last for about a year. And uh, so anyway, so we're walking business to business. I mean, sometimes we were walking a business. The guy said no solicitation. He was like, well, I'm not here to sell it, sell anything. I'm here to help you. Hey, it would be funny. So Anyway, we, we we did this all day. So at the end of the day, we walk up to, um, we're getting ready to, we got, we're going back to, I guess, what you call corporate office and have discussions and everything. I think this is the first time I've ever uh, not followed through on a particular job interview. I literally got in my car and I said, I know this is not my purpose. That's exact. And I know it sounds weird, but this is exactly what the conversation and my foot was just throbbing. And I think a lot of, if my, if, I think if my ankle wouldn't have been, you know, um, swollen, I may have went upstairs and, and continued through the process, but a lot of it had to do with the pain I was experiencing in my ankle. And I just was like, listen, I did more than what I, thought I was going to do as far as staying out here with you in the field for eight hours. It's time for me to go home. I've been here since 630. It is now 
Um, I don't know. Maybe it was even more than eight hours because I think I didn't end up leaving until about five or six. And so we go back. Uh, so anyway, he goes upstairs. He's like, are you on your way? I was like, yeah, I'm on my way up there. And I got in my car and I went home. And I was thinking to myself, like I said, when I sit in the car, I was like, I don't have a job and I can't believe that I didn't even go in and follow through on this. But I was like, this just doesn't feel right. Like something just didn't feel right. Like that's not that's not the reason I had went to, to school. That's not the my purpose. Like I, I, this doesn't align with my purpose. And I didn't I didn't at that time. I don't I didn't know what my purpose was. I didn't understand what my purpose was. And so because I didn't understand or, or, or know I, I people were able to tell me what my purpose was. I just said something. You got to catch it. I said that. Uh, well, basically, I'm really laying this down. It's up to you to pick it up. I just said that even though I didn't know my purpose. People were trying to still trying to tell me what my purpose was and they didn't. And, and how could they tell me if they didn't really know me? They only know of me of some of the things that they've seen me do so i know family we have the the challenges in life is that we're constantly trying to find out what our purpose is and why am i on this earth and what should i be doing and and, and my first thing is to stop because i used to be the same way and 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 at times i'll fall back into that and i got to catch myself because if i wouldn't have who knows what would have happened if I would have walked up there and accepted the job or if I would have um, been part of that, that person's team. I probably who knows what, what direction it would have happened to me in my life. I told you the example of when I when I left Michigan and I moved down here to um, Dallas. I didn't know what I was doing. And that's a lot of times we. A, a lot of information is projected on us as far as when I say a lot of information, I'm referring to, you know, family and friends of saying, no, you know, you shouldn't do that. And, and it's good to have consultation, but it's but don't take orders. Don't take be able to use, as I always come back to, is that critical mindset, because when you're going on your journey of searching your purpose, there's going to be a cost in, incurred or I should say a cost required. The cost required in, in finding your purpose is, is that today or this year or this or this decade may be your purpose of to help a million people. And then the next half of your the next decade may be that you are, you know, coaching or um, you are creating you're creating products, uh, physical products. Uh, and that's your main focus. Like you're not so engaged in the people aspect of the training and coaching. You are over here just creating physical products and selling things like that. And that may be your purpose. So I, I think it's unfair and, un and, and it's, it's, it's unfair, especially when people are, you know, in high school or coming out and like, well, what do you want to do with your life? And I, I laugh at that now. I couldn't then because it was it hurt it because I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, my best friend, he was an accountant, so I was, he was going into school for accounting. So I said, hey, I'm going to go in and, and do accounting. And so I, I, I did. I start following the herd or, or that herd mentality trying to fit in because I was like, well, hey, if, if I be if I if I become an accountant, at least I know I'll, I'll be able to get a job opportunity because who doesn't need an accounting? That's something that is recession proof. 
so that's the, the direction I was going. But again, that was that herd mentality because I was just trying to fit in. I didn't know what my mother was like. So what, are you going to the armed forces? What are you going to do? You know, you're about to graduate high school in it, you know, in a, in a couple of months. And we haven't had this conversation. So what are you doing? I said, I don't know. So sometimes, family, what you have to do is follow the herd or I actually have a video coming out on this. I'm actually starting. Well updating my uh, YouTube channel that you guys want to check check out and it really is about finding your voice I have a really good video of Ray Charles and when he was going through that process and that's what it is when you're finding your purpose you are literally finding your voice or finding your meaning on earth and it can change it can change like I was just telling you from decades and sometimes it, it it's good to go ahead and model model after people you heard me say model not copy model after people so that that way you know hey this is something I'm like I'm passionate about it and you model model after someone that you you appreciate and you look up to and then you customize it and then you'll find out hey maybe you know maybe I'm not enjoying this how I got into doing these shows, as I shared with you guys before, it was because I took a course and then the course by Russell Bronson, again, check it out, 30 days. Um, he, one of the steps is if you need to go ahead and create, you need to publish every day. And through that, I found that, wow, I love creating podcast shows. I love being able to put content out there to help people. Like, I genuinely love helping people and watching people grow. And I enjoy growing myself because of the the required research of what am I going to talk about today and what what does that look like of perfecting myself. Matter of fact, um, I heard an interview yesterday with uh, Seth Godin uh, or Godin. I, I, I always mess, mess that up. He was on um, Tom Bilyeu's uh, Impact Theories uh, YouTube channel and he had said something that was very po powerful and he was talking about he has a new book coming out. I think it's called Practice. So uh, I'll be picking up my copy probably in three days because that's when my audible credits come in. So, you know, I'm always talking about guys investing in yourself. But anyway, uh, I'm going to check out this book. But I just based on the interview, I can kind of tell the premise of the book and the premise of the book family just to help you guys out is just more or less that if you want to be an actor, go and act. If you want to be an artist, as far as, a, let's say, an artist with regards to, let's say, painting, um, let's say you want to be a painting artist, then you need to go and practice painting and, and just continually to, to do it. One of my favorite approaches, which uh, I heard from I heard from someone else, but knowing Noah Kagan really expanded on the point where he talked about the law of 100. And that's how I found really my purpose on on doing these shows of the law of 100. The goal was to create 100 episodes and post every day, five days a week, every day, meaning Monday through Friday, not on the weekends. And to me, it became, and even now, it be, it's, it's so fun creating a show. It's so fun producing a show, I should say, and taking things of my life experience and taking things of that other people experience and, put, and tying it all together and just really 
just having a conversation with you guys. See, we forget that sometimes we need to reach inside and, and arrest, I mean, and, and capture that inner child. You see, the inner child is something that I think we forget. Like when you go back, if you ever take a time and just sit down just to meditate and say, what did I enjoy doing when I was a kid? What did I enjoy playing as a kid? Because we, we now know that because of the internet, because of of uh, YouTube and, and YouTube, platforms like YouTube and Twitch, we can now, people can now make a living income by playing video games online. Can probably, and, and make more, just think about it, just think if you started playing video games online and you and somebody asked you, well, how did you become a millionaire? You say, well, I just play video games online and people enjoy what I'm doing and they support it. That is a business now. Crazy. Who would ever have thought that? Who would ever thought that that kid that was in a room playing, you know, video games all day and sometimes wouldn't eat, wouldn't shower or anything uh, that that now that is actually a business where you can sell merchandise, where you can, you know, maybe even coach other people to get better at the game. So that's that's one thing I always say, family, when you are at that crossroads of trying to figure out what your what your your, your purpose is, is that you you dig deep into your inner child. Also, don't be in a hurry to find your purpose. When I say don't be in a hurry, let me slow it down. What I mean is go and experiment with things you that sparks your interest. What are you interested in right now? Maybe today you're interested in a red book and then tomorrow you're interested in a blue book. That's great. Go read both of those books. And the reason why I say that is because you'll find out either you like the red book or you don't. You like the blue book or you don't. Because the major thing here is about execution. At the end of the day, if you're not able to execute on what you want to do, then you're always going to be in a victim mode mentality of what is my purpose because you're not going out to experiment. And you can't just do it once and be like, oh, I don't like it. Because when I first did my very first show, I was like, okay, so how do you do this? You know, and it was like, like, and you, and what you make the mistake of, and, and, and I'm guilty of it. And I have to watch myself from time to time is that you'll look at somebody that is more established than you, or because again, you know, we're, we're big on modeling, um, people. And so you will, you'll look at someone who's more established and then you won't follow through because you like, I'll probably never get to where um, they're at. Just imagine uh, going back to that Seth Godin, uh, a golden interview. And I didn't know something. He said that when he wrote his book, one of his one of his books, I think it was either. His, I don't know what book it was. It wasn't the material he has now, but one of the books he had wrote, I think it was first book or I think it was the very first book. He got 80 rejection letters. And I think that even the lady that wrote Harry Potter had received all, you know, received a lot of uh, rejection letters. So just imagine if they would have stopped after the first one. Because they may think, well, maybe being a writer is not my purpose. Maybe being, you know, someone to articulate a story by through um, through different characters is, is, is not is probably something. It's not my purpose. 
And a lot of times we give up on our purpose uh, because of what society has deemed of what someone's purpose should be. What I mean by that is you graduate high school, go from high school, go to college, get a degree. You may get another degree. After you get out of college, you go into the job force or corporate America and you work there 30, 40 years and you get the gold watch and you get the nice retirement plan. See, that was what society had originally deemed or what they call the American dream plus the house. But now in these days and times, that is no longer feasible. Number one, you it, it just it it's just not going to be around. Not unfortunately, I'm sorry not to I'm not trying to kill everybody's dreams when that come comes to that because I'm not a dream killer. But I'm just saying that that particular purpose does not align with. A lot of people's lives because of the opportunity with the Internet, the opportunity of basically being your own brand and being a global brand on top of that. So I want you guys, when you're going through this process of finding your purposes, to trust yourself, have the courage to trust yourself. And that and, and you may ask me, what does that look like? Trusting yourself, trusting yourself is being willing to go experiment on things that spark your interest, because as I always tell you the story about T.D. Jakes and the conversation he had with a pastor that was interviewing him. I think his name is Stephen. He, he, he gave that story about his son, which is so powerful. I'm going to repeat it again, even if you heard it. He said his son came to him and I paraphrase. He said, well, what if this doesn't work out? I'm going to school to be this. And what if this this doesn't work out? And and again, you know, T.D. Jakes is one of my favorite pastors. He's one of my favorite speakers. And he said something that was uh, enlightening for me as just I'm just like, wow, that's really kind of been no, that has been my life. And he said, well, if that thing doesn't work out, then that thing will lead to the next thing, because he goes into further details about when he just wanted to put on a play. And that play was Woman Thou Art Loose. And the play turned in from just a play to a movie. But he went in there with the wrong mindset of when someone came to him, it's like, hey, we want to put let's let's put make this a movie. And he said, I don't have the money. And, you know, maybe this is not really the true purpose of what we need to do. We actually need to do just a play. But then in turn, the movie in hindsight is really, in my opinion, is really what probably boosted the play or brought more acknowledgement to Woman Thou Art Loose. And so I, and it was a really good movie. I have to say that. So the point of it is, family, don't be afraid to work your job and work on um, things. And I we did a show on that where we talked about you know, your difference between a, your, your job and your work. And that, I got that from Dr. Miles Monroe. And I, a great point about, you know, you, you work in a job which you, you can be let go um, or you can be demoted or promoted or promoted. But the point of it is your work. That means things that you're interested in, things that just you get excited about, because sometimes we can get so caught up in passion that we lose the Oh, well, I'm not passionate. I'm not passionate about it. But you may not be passionate about one aspect of it, but there may be other pieces that are attached to it that it gets you excited. And once you get to the 
through the part that you're not so excited about, you may realize this is what you really enjoy doing. Yesterday, I was listening to, it was actually a clip. It was a clip on Facebook. And I really don't watch a lot of Facebook videos is because uh, I I just, I don't know why I don't watch it. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, I was like, why I don't do that? But for some odd reason, I was there, you know, and I always tell you guys, when you get into a zone like that, just just keep going. Don't don't beat yourself up and be like, oh, man, you know, I should be working on this and doing this. Just just follow it. So I, I followed it. And I'm glad I did because Damon Waynes, if you don't know who Damon Waynes is, you should know the Waynes family, period. Very talented family. And Damon Waynes was talking about how he was on uh, SNL and he got fired. And if he if he wouldn't have gotten fired, he wouldn't have been able to be on In Living Color. And I mean, if I couldn't imagine In Living Color without Damon Waynes because of 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 the the excitement and the the energy he brought to the various characters he created i was just it was just always amazing i'm like wow man dude is talented and so sometimes in life when a door closes we don't take the time to look up and see what other doors are open and those open doors really may be your pathway to your purpose and you know you were you were so frustrated over here about what you were doing and now the door is open you're still unwilling to take the take the leap and the required jump that is that is required of you so i remember one day i was i was sitting there thinking to myself i said if i only had one year to live, what would I spend that time doing? And of course, once I got out family and all of that, of course, but this is one of those selfish questions that you must ask yourself. If you had a year to live, what would you be doing with it? What would you actually, what would your work be that you would be focusing on? Think about that for a minute, family. And the, the, the thing that came to me was I said, I would I would probably be doing what I'm doing now as having these conversations with you guys, creating content because I enjoy doing it. I enjoy being able to I want to be I, I didn't know at that time. Again, like I said, finding my purpose is being able to be just not a content creator. I want to be a producer of content producer of content in a way that is a mirror of Walt Disney, is a mirror of, you know, um, CBS and all of those different things. And what I realize is, is that the only way to get there is to continue to hone my gifts, continue to work on my skill set and continue to work on delivering these shows, making them better, getting better. And the only way to get better and to do better is to practice, is to put in these hours that I'm putting in of delivering these shows. So family and all, I hope that you understand the importance of making sure that it's okay you don't know what you want out of life. It's fine. But what is not okay is your unwillingness to go and experiment 
with things that you may be interested in and willing to be, have a open mind to try something, not what society has told you that you need to go do, but what you want to go and experience and find a way that you can monetize it so that way you can feed your family. I am your humble host, ED. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I think this is the first show I did 30 minutes plus. So guys, if anything, I hope you uh, text me. Let me know what uh, type of topics you like me to talk about around entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, or personal development. You can text me 251-325-5576. Again, 251-325-5576. Hey, I look forward to hearing from you. Till next time. Oh yeah, and to those people that reached out to me, I'm, I'm gonna start calling people name out um, if they don't mind. Just to just I just want to tell you thank you because it means a lot to me that you're taking the time to listen to the information and not just listening but apply it to your life. So again, family, stop searching for your purpose and just start believing and living your purpose by experimenting with things that sparks your interest. I'm out. <laughs>